black helicopter crowd notion. The tyranny is always lurking just around the corner. It's crazy, but now they're right. Black helicopter crowd really is upset. The people are stupid and they're drunk. There'll be a revolution and they're going to lose. There are too many guns and too many people ready to fight them. I am a man of peace, but we have gangsters running this country. Criminals, gangsters. We're normal. We see total criminal takeover, the death of freedom. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm trying to awaken people, but look at the morons around you. They're zombies. Today is the beginning of the shoot era of Black Helicopter News. The only way to have fun is to take the gloves off. Screw it. If I offend them? Oh well. What I am going to do is call it down the line every single week. I love conspiracies. I love talking shit. So damn it, I'm not giving up the podcast. Hell no. I'm doubling down and going the other way. Bring it on. joining the online studio you are unmuted and can speak with the host all right let's do this from the wbhn control center you're listening to black helicopter news i'm your host president zen one thank you for joining us today this is friday night 10:43 p.m i'm gonna try to get this out quickly with minimum edits This is an emergency broadcast of the podcast. So, folks, uh, we've got a great show for you planned today. We are going to talk about UFOs, warnings to those who investigate, and a quick little dabble into another related story, The Grinning Man in Black. We have to get down to business on this because I just found this story and it gave me the chills. And I will tell you what I would do to these people if I – if well – Let me not get ahead of myself. As far as announcements, how's everyone doing? Apparently the podcast is still going strong for now. I don't know how long I'm going to keep this up. It's just getting... If we don't have a fan base, if we don't have fans calling in the show, like I need need people to... Normal podcasts have a mailbag and they answer fan mail. They also have fans calling in the show leaving voice messages, asking questions about different topics, getting each other's opinions on things. This hasn't been happening, so it's disappointing to say the least. But let's talk about today, you know, let's take a sidestep from politics and talk about UFOs today. I want to know, let me probably, we'll talk, we're going to take a quick break. We're just going to do announcements, take a break, and then we'll get into our stories. All right, folks. Apparently the pod is going, but you know what? Christmas, I was going to do something 
I just got bogged down with depression. To be honest, I spent it alone. I didn't have anything going on. As you know, I'm single. Much to my chagrin. Anyway, yeah, it's disappointing. I want to live my life to the fullest, but it's not happening. Anyway, so I apologize for that. Also, I did get a nice little gift from one of my friends who was past guest who was on the Democratic Operatives episode and another one, another one or two. He was on a couple. He hasn't been on on in a while. But anyway, he gave me a book, Life-Changing Foods by Me- the Medical Medium. You can follow the Medical Medium on Instagram. He is a number one best-selling New York Times author. And it's about the hidden healing powers of foods. So I didn't start reading this book yet. And I'm going to read, you know, a few pages a day. I'm going to start getting into that on the podcast. One of the segments will just, I'll give a little explication of what I've read. Hopefully I can pass on some of this information to folks that there are healing powers hidden within our foods. It's not in your fast food, no. It's not in your processed food, no, but it is in organic fruits and vegetables, believe it or not. Remember I drink my savage juice, the celery juice? I remember a coworker was questioning me on that and I didn't know how to explain it quite well. But it's from this, and apparent and he was talking about nutritional value, and it's like, well, I'm not drinking this for nutritional value. The same way I'm not drinking coffee for nutritional value. I'm drinking coffee for the caffeine to give me a jolt in the morning. And if I want to switch over to Savage Juice, I'm going to. And I don't need a lecture. He wants me to fall back in line. He was saying, well, why don't you just eat celery sticks with peanut butter and raisins? And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I don't want to eat a whole bunch of that right now. You know what I mean? I just wanted to drink. And I wasn't looking to be filled up with food. You know, that's fine snack. Nothing wrong with it. But when you eat the celery in that fashion, it doesn't contain the sodium clusters, which can be used as technically a medicine. All right. Anyway, yeah, I'm trying to get to the bottom. I'm trying to regain my health. Many, many years of drugs and alcohol, which stem from being single and me self-medicating. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get we're going to come back with UFOs, warnings to those who investigate. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. But did you know that 90% of the mass media, the mainstream media is controlled by just six corporations? So subscribe to the podcast. Share this podcast or donate to the show on PayPal at zen1music at gmail.com. And we'll be right back after we pay some bills. Stay with us. Unfortunately, we don't have anything in the mailbag today, but... Do you have a question or comment for WBHNNJ? Leave us a voicemail and it may get played on the air. Call 1-732-807-5574 to leave your message for us here at the podcast. We always look forward to comments, questions, and what have you from literally all over the world. And we enjoy hearing what you have to say. So give us a call at 1-732-807-5574. 
Hi, this is President Zen One, host of Black Helicopter News, wishing you a very happy holidays. Hope it's filled with joy and love from our family to yours. Here I am, folks, with the ceramic heater in the background, white noise, PS4 white noise, and Home Alone. Playing that, streaming off Disney+. Plus. Season's greetings and wishing you a very merry, merry Christmas. For years, Robinson has been spreading conspiracy theories. The government's poisoning the water. Did you know the Federal Reserve's not a part of the federal government? The government's hiding UFOs. Gun registration leads to gun confiscation. We all know the CIA's shipping in the drugs. The leftists are the true usurpers of the Constitution. The government can read your mind through algorithms. He's getting too big. We must stop him. We must silence him. He's telling the truth. Too much of it. Okay, and we're back. UFOs, warning to those who investigate them. This is written by Nick Redfern, December 13, 2019, on mysteriousuniverse.org. I found a link to this article on Coast to Coast AM in the news. So, I'm going to read some clips, read some parts. We're just going to jump into things. One of the UFO-related issues that's not talked about a lot is how what they call warnings specifically about those in a UFO field that have made statements designed to deter other researchers from digging too deep in a subject for the sake of their physical health or sanity. So a lot of times this is former researchers, people that stumbled onto breaking, people that stumbled upon information that maybe they shouldn't have, like I have. I have archives of so many UFO files I think I've solved the case, actually. Not really. I'm just fucking with them if there is a Men in Black. But anyway, uh, Frederick, Ted, uh, no, what, Ted Holiday. I love how they'll give me his, like, nickname, Ted, like I give a shit. Frederick Holiday, the author of The Goblin Universe, crazy, uh, The Dragon in a Disc, and the, the Great Orm of Loch Ness, claimed to have seen a Man in Black type character near the shores of Loch Ness, Scotland in 1973. I think I've seen this picture. Roland Watson, an authority on Loch Ness Monster, says, Events took an even stranger turn when Holiday's co-author did a radical thing in 1980 when he destroyed all of his work and research and walked away. This happened after a series of personal experiences that he said that were too frightening to talk about. So, wow, talk about intriguing. That's supposed to... It's too frightening to talk about. Well, you've just piqued my curiosity more than ever. <laughs> okay. Why did he do that? What, what, what happened? Ted Holliday. Oh, what, let me just, what were these experiences that put fear into him? And did the death of his fellow investigator, Ted Holliday, months before add to some intimidation that he felt he was under? Now, there's no way to tell because he died in 2003 and kept his lip zipped. But... He warned people to stay away from this subject, such as because he developed a fear, right? So he want I don't know. 
in an interview this person, the author of this article, did with Ray Bosch, probably hacking his name up, but Ray Bosch, a priest and longtime UFO investigator, told him, quote, I've always thought that one of the most important things that John Keel ever said was, I lo- they're naming all these names. So if the names don't mean anything to you folks, they don't mean anything to me either. You can go on your own rabbit trail, go down a rabbit hole Googling these people. Quote, I've always thought that one of the most important things that John Keel ever said was that if you have kids or teenagers, this is not something to encourage them to get involved with. And this is coming from an atheist, but he understood that, you know, there's something out there. I don't know how he reconciles that, but he says there's something out there that can mess with us. So maybe, I don't know what that means, but when you're an atheist, that kind of sounds like something, right? When there's supposed to be nothing. And it can cause a lot of damage. So first of all, if you have kids and you're telling them, like a teenager or whatever age, they're into that, don't study UFOs. They're going to obviously do that. So they need to rethink of how they're spreading this message. Fear? Fear is really like... Warnings of fear do nothing. Warnings of bad things do nothing. Face-to-face fear that does something, though. All right. So apparently there's malevolent forces, he, he believes, out there that will be happy to take advantage of any opening we give them, so you should be cautious. All right. He thinks what happened to Albert Bender, he, if he knew about what happened to him, he might not have been so cautious. They're name-dropping left and right without giving context. Not going to criticize the author, though. So, Albert Bendler, he unleashed single-handedly the Men in Black phenomenon in the early 50s. He was also a direct witness to the chilling things in black. He quit UFOlogy after his 1962 book, Flying Saucers and the Three Men, eventually quit the subject entirely. Even today, the story of his exit from this field is still a mystery. Notably, he warned his colleagues, though, of the dangers of looking into the UFO phenomenon. Now, let's take a look at the work of John Keel, an author of The Mothman Prophecies, Operation Trojan Horse, books I've never heard of. In a 2017 review of the latter book, Andrew Griffin wrote, Keel says that black magic is often linked to the phenomenon. And some people have such frightening experiences that they abandon the topic for good forever. In fact, Keel tells his adult readers who are parents to warn their children away from UFOlogy altogether. You can't tell, you don't understand psychology. You don't tell someone to stay away from something and they stay away from it. The world isn't perfect like that. Come face to face with death, face to face with fear with the men in black, with the MIBs, then maybe that will do it. But um, I have in my files hundreds of cases. Some have been investigated by psychiatrists in which, in which young men and women obsessed with this phenomenon, UFOs, suffered frightening visits from these apparitions, been followed by mysterious black Cadillacs, which appeared and disappeared suddenly, and have been ter- terrified into giving up their pursuit of UFOs. Many contactees report similar experiences apparently allegedly so another name drop of somebody with no context context gareth medway addressed the experiences of a ufo researcher named brian leahy 
Lethe, Lethley Andrews of England, of Coventry, England. Medway says that Lethley Andrews had a series of strange experiences in his 60s and really weird affair in October 68. On the day in question, Medway wrote, he returned home to notice a man standing by the next door garage. He said, quote, his face was glowing orange. And as I watched, the face changed to that of an old man before my eyes. And he said that that's chilling. I'm getting goosebumps. He said after this, he started getting problems with his telephone and getting threatening calls. He soon abandoned UFO investigations. In 2018, he finally came out of the shower shadows years after he quit. He said, I want to publicly, publicly warn all teenage hobbyists that this is nothing to dabble in lately. Like I said, stop telling people not to do something. It will be done. So maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. So the thing that gave me goosebumps, if I saw him, if I came home and saw a man standing by my garage and his face was glowing orange and his face changed to an old fuck out of here with that demonic shit, I would start punching him in the fucking face repeatedly. You can have a glowing orange face? Bro, I'll put you in a DDT. (laughs) I will get, no, you're getting stone cold stunned. You're getting a super kick to your fucking face. I do not care if you are an apparition of real men in black. If you come in here with that crazy shit, you are getting you are getting dropped. From all my knowledge of WWE wrestling games, I also box. I used to box, so I'd be using a wide range of of, of <laughs> yo coming here with that fucking face changing shit. Face turning glowing orange? No. Now you better get the fuck out of here with that. I have no time for that. Dude, I'm interested in this now. They're saying don't do it. Of course it makes me want to do it now. Experiencing problems with his telephone. What does that mean? Back then, your phone's getting... I don't know what that means. And threatening calls. I always... I was curious when I hear that. What does that mean? Alright. Wow. Scary though. Scary, scary stuff there. Relate. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with this second story. Oh, before we take this break, make sure you check out zen1music at gmail.com. Send us some mail to our mailbag or donate if you support my work. Right now, we just have a PayPal option. But of course, the best thing you can do is share this podcast if you think I do a good job. If you agree with my opinions, or even if you disagree and you think I bring a new perspective to the situation. All right, we'll be right back after a word from our proud sponsors. Members have 
interrupting your regularly scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us. Just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. Shock and awe, indeed. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> my sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. Welcome to America, ISIS. This is what we do. People that have taken your asses out in this building right now, we're armed to the teeth and we're not scared. You got that, you sons of bitches? In 2012, your agency was saying, quote, the Salafists, the Muslim Brotherhood and Al-Qaeda in Iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in Syria. Mm -hmm. In 2012, the U.S. was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups. And why did you not stop that? Why didn't you come forward before? What were you waiting for? Well, for you, Inspector, I needed you. I had this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? You're listening to Black Helicopter News. And now, on a lighter note, here's what's making him. And we're back, folks. After I tried to end that segment, I got—I usually get a weird, like if you use Audacity, uh, I don't know, something weird with the computer happened for a minute after that segment. Could they be watching? Anyway, check this second story. Like I give a fuck. All right, one more story to really get you spooky. S spooky. Here's one more, so I can act like a tough guy. The grinning man in black. Same author. This was posted, though, in 2015. Yeah, technically this man should have experienced all this drama. He didn't, so that's why I think it's bullshit, right? Nick Redfern, the author of both those, he would probably be under under uh, MIB investigation. But the grinning man in black, here it is. Get ready. This is another one that got me scared, so I have to, you know, overcompensate by trying to be a tough guy. Quote, the door banged really slowly but hard like someone was hitting it with their fist instead of knocking when I opened it there was a horrible little man five feet tall dressed in black had a tie little stupid black hat on and a strange looking ugly little face he had disgusting face gaunt cheeks eyes dark really pale skin that's how a British woman named Helen Sullivan began her story first of all I'd be like if I I 
Yo, I would just open a door and kick my man in the fucking face. Five feet tall, trying to act tough. Okay, slow down. I am spooked out right now. I'm scared. So, apparently this is a man in black in May 1994. It wasn't the first interview with a potential MIB encounter, but it was a weird one. Helen, at the time of the encounter in 1992 and the interview, lived in England, the English county of Staffordshire. She says, quote, I didn't know what to do and just stared. It was really frightening. Then he suddenly gave me this horrible grin and I could tell his lips had been colored with makeup. He took off his hat and he had a really bad wig on and he looked about 60, but the wig was jet black. And all he said was, we would ask that you cease your studies. She said, what? Then he repeated it exactly the same. She asked, what did he mean? He said, the skylights, always the skylights, he said. Then it dawned on me. She'd actually seen a UFO late at night about a week before. Her and her husband had been driving home and they had a really weird dream about it as well, about some little men standing around a car on the edge of the wood, which was apparently a portion of, you know, area there, geographic region. The equivalent to like probably a little dark old road, winding old road probably. Then he said something like, cease and dream easy. And that was it. And gave her a really long stare, like he was going to attack her or something. Yo, look at me like like if that if that was me and he's trying to look at me like that and do yo, I would have totally ruined that motherfucker's life. I would have put all my WWE moves <laughs> from twenty years of wrestling into effect. I'd be like, don't stare at me, you little fucking faggot, bro. I don't care. And then he just walked away. First of all. That would be scary to even for a woman to open your door seeing like a little freak like that pounding on your door. He might just walk right up in there with his Napoleon complex. He could have he could have had a weapon. That's why I will tell my wife if she ever if I ever have one, like, don't open a door for some freaks. Don't. Just don't. So after he left, she felt dizzy and slammed the door and crawled into bed and fell asleep for a few hours. When she woke up, there was a disgusting smell like burning rubber throughout the house. They had to keep the windows open wide for days and get the carpets clean and furniture to get rid of the odor. First of all, if a fucking piece of shit like that comes up on you, you don't just go upstairs and go to sleep. What you do is you slam the door, put the blinds down, and then just like creep at the window peeking out seeing if the fucker tries to double back. Like people don't understand how to take out threats. Not that I do, but I mean, I definitely would have did something like that. I would have got a weapon. I would have got a knife, a baseball bat. Shoot, I probably would have just cut that man. No, let me not get too tough and say I'd cut his throat. I'm definitely not. No, no, no. But I definitely would have just went out there with a baseball bat like Sting. I'd be like, yo, this man attacked me. I had to bash his brains in. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm talking tough. I'm definitely not doing that shit. But, but who knows? If I'm feeling threatened... I'm known to overreact, and I am known to get very, I don't know, I'm known to get fucking kind of crazy. So what stands out, I mean, he just gets into kind of just wrapping things up from there. But what does that mean? Yo, I swear to God, if there was a man in black come fucking with me, I am fucking super kicking him in the fucking face. Bro, I'm going to put him in a suplex, a DDT, 
I don't believe in that shit. I used to believe heavily in UFOs. But, and I even think I've seen one once. But the crazy thing is, folks, there's no real evidence. Now, I think the men in black appearing, that gives us all the evidence we need to know that there really is such thing. So, which way do we take it? All I know is if I was that woman, or I was in that house, I would have beat the shit out of homeboy. And if I was the other dude in the first story, and the dude standing by my garage, I would have beat the shit out of homeboy. You can't come onto other people's property being intimidating. Dude, I'm serious. Who the fuck do they think they are? I tell you all, study UFOlogy. Screw that. They tell you not to? They tell you not to. That's a sign. That's a sign you're over the target. That's a sign to ramp up. Ramp up the investigation. Investigate these. Who are they? Are they evil? I don't know. Are they are they real? Are they just demons? Is it government? Is it bullshit? Maybe it's all three. I don't know, folks. You be the judge. But since they're here telling us to warn people away, I warn people to do it. It's just human psychology. That's why everybody should have a gun. So if, if somebody's coming over on your property with that crazy spooky shit, with that demonic shit, the fucking Satanist shit, you just put a bullet in their fucking brain. And little man smiling, trying to look violent also, trying to be intimidating, old as hell, trying to be like an old ass joker. No, I'd say, listen, listen, you got two seconds. You, you don't, you know, leave my property instantly or I'm cracking your skull open. Not playing games. I will tell them about the lights in the sky. There were lights in the sky. How do you know about it? How do you know I know? Were you in that craft? Were you following me? Why are you part of this? Why are you linked? Why are you linking yourself to this? Well, that's going to wrap things up from the WBHN and J podcast studio. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Black Helicopter News. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you haven't done so already, Make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this show with family, friends, and loved ones. And you can follow us on social media, Black Helicopter News on Facebook, and President Zen One on Twitter and Instagram. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm President Zen One, signing off.
Muted.